Oh shit. <laughs> Like it took me by surprise because I thought we were gonna edit it in, but she did the count. I am so sorry. I think that's gonna be the opening of the show. It's gonna be the opener now. Chase him back and get some cash, I get some cash, I get some cash. going on uh this is fucking hilarious already i know <laughs> that's the kind of shit we're having um welcome back you guys um welcome. we are we are back with another episode you know yes with a very significant number at hand guys we have made a milestone by this time in the series there has been um, the mid-season finale where there's some cliffhangers and some new shit about to happen. So, yeah, we're excited to bring that with you guys for Black on That Bullshit. Yes, if this is episode 10, episode X. Episode X, mid-season finale. Boom. Okay, that's it. Here we are. We have arrived at 10 fucking episodes. And that's a, that's 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 monumentous. You know, it is. It's achievement. It's ten. It, it took us a while. It took a while to get this here. We are here. It is done. We have ten episodes in. We finally got there. How does so, it feel, Mel? How does it feel? How does it feel? It feels good. It feels yeah. good, Brandon. It feels like there's a level. I have a. I have a level of accomplishment that just makes me want to pat myself on the back. I feel uh, like we just got picked up for our second season. And oh my god! I, they they started, you know, with the writers' room, and we're just gearing up for another filming for season two. That's right. Zendaya confirmed. Okay. Pretty much. So you know, we're here, guys. We have arrived yeah. in ten episodes. Brendan, how do you feel knowing that? There's 10 episodes now. It feels cool. I mean, you know, we're bringing in uh, content. We are, you know, building up our audience and everybody's listening so far. Thank you so much. But, um, you know, yeah. Thank you so much. It's a lot of fun. It's been a great ride so far. So I can't wait for another 10. And that's going to be the 20. You guys, all right. So we've come up with a theme. All right, this show is going to be all about tens and X's. Now, this it's going to be ten themed, guys, or Roman numeral X for those of you who, you know, didn't go to school. You know, so <laughs> <laughs> so so it's going to be a Damn. ten 
themed episode. Let's do it. That's cool, right? <laughs> so, so you know, without any further, you know, further ado, we are going to go into our favorite segment and your favorite segment. Shoot the shit. Yep. Shoot. All right. And in this, we have a whole theme of 10, just as we will throughout the episode. Mm-hmm. Starting with the first question. All right. You ready for this? Yeah. Brandon, who were you in 2010? What were your interests? Uh, and what was a favorite song that came out in 2010 that you had? Um, that is, that's a hard one. Um, I think that I, who I was in 2010, uh, was very different from who I am today, of course. I was 15 years old, uh, 14 going into 15, no, 15 going into 16, I'm sorry. But I was, uh, 15 years old. By that time, I, um, was with my first man, so that was fun. Um, but you know, I was still like, you know, just doing me. I was a kid watching Power Rangers, uh, I think that was my sophomore year or junior year in high school. Yeah, this is my junior year going into, uh, no, yes, it was. Sorry. This was, this is my junior year. Um, I'm glad you have all this because I don't. Okay. Like, no, seriously. But, um, it was good. It was good. Um, I think by that time I was like within like my sexuality. So I was like, you know, Hey, I'm gay. I'm here. And, um, it was just a lot of fun. Um, mm. but music wise, you asked what was my song. Yeah. What was a song or two that you really, really enjoyed in 2010? In 2010. Um, I think yeah. that's when, like I said, I kind of got to my sexuality and I started to have my little sexual awakening in, uh, my kid phase, mm. I guess. So, uh, I would say rude boy by Rihanna was on repeat. Like oh, the girls went up. It was, it was like, I mean, it was my shit. Just the beat alone got me there. But, um, like now noticing the song, like the words of the song, I'm like, oh, this is a lot deeper than what I expected. But mm. you know, it was the shit though. It was one that was one of my songs. Um, and another one was, I mean, "Bad Romance" by Lady Gaga. Oh my goodness! I knew the choreography. I knew choreography. My everybody used to laugh at me because they because they knew I knew it really well, and they always wanted me to do it. So I would. Uh, yeah. No one like to me like. Let's, let's have. Let's have. Let's have a listen for the show. Oh, oh. <laughs> you guys want to hear me scurry my feet to do that? Sure. Your love and I want your revenge in me. Can you hear my hands flapping? Where the pain yes. oh, man. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. Yeah. It was a thing. Yeah. Was a thing. Yeah. <laughs> you ain't sure. Right Who was Darnell right in 2010? Jeremy, what did you listen to? Did I say 2010? Oh I'm sorry. You said what? I said, did I say 2010 or 12? I don't even know. I think you said 10. Okay, cool, cool. Uh, who was Jarmel in 2010? Who were you? Oh, my God. To? He was, he was, I don't even know who he was. I don't even know. He was, he was, uh, in 2010. God, how old was I in 2010? Oh, shit. 10 years. Uh, mm, okay, so I am 20. 
what am I doing at 20? Oh, oh my God, at 20, I think I'm still, I haven't moved out of my mom's house. Uh, everything is drinking and smoking and beer pong and, you know, that white boy college culture. Mm. You know, um, video games, online gaming, big thing. You know, big, big thing. I think 2010, what, I think Gears of War 2 was a thing at that time. Oh, yeah. I was all over that. Super on that. Um, oh, God. I, I don't... I'm trying to find right now. I need to find some. If I could find some pictures, I should have done this before. <laughs> I knew, I wanted to find some pictures. Maybe I could put myself in the in the mindset of where I was in 2010. But I know some songs that Jarmel enjoyed in 2010. Okay, there goes my baby. Uh huh. Usher. You know. Oh, what that song? Yes. Oh, okay. Power, Kanye West. You know when he was alive. Which which Kanye West song? Power. Oh yeah, yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, that's a great one. Yeah, that is. Um, he listened to your type, um, Jamie Fox, which I didn't appreciate too much when I was a kid. When around that time, well, definitely was a kid when I was around that time. But I definitely appreciate it now. I really do enjoy it. It's a it's a nice little slow little bop, but I enjoy it. Um. I think the song was called. I think the release for radio was called "Forget You" by CeeLo Green. Was that in 2010? That was in 2010. Oh my gosh! Right, you're really about to lose your shit about the last one I put out here. And then there was "Whip My Hair," Willow Smith. I, you know what? That was <laughs> nope. That's not fair. That is a song that I woke up faithfully, hop up out the bed, turn my swag. Ain't no one tipped me down here because we're with my mom. Ain't doing nothing wrong. So don't turn the head to turn it over. So keep the fun with each other's own self. Yeah. That's what I did. Yes, bitch. Yes. I'm telling you. When I tell you that to this day, I'm listening to that shit in the gym. Oh please! Yeah, it's like, definitely like that, that oh part Hey, that's keep me off my grind. That alone just gets you get like okay, just a couple seconds more. I am just it just I don't know. It it, it was a reset, a moment in history. It shall never be forgotten, and. Neither and it's so crazy because I think that when you like get the rest of our show, you'll see that that was kind of a big year for the Smith family. So that's great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow, anything about that? I have some very questionable fashion choices. I'm looking at some old photos. Oh my goodness! A lot of Ed Hardy and Black Label. Mm-mm. A lot of a lot of skulls and a lot of roses. Um. And car. Oh, I had a lot of cardigans. Yeah, a lot of cardigans and boat shoes. Boat shoes. I will never wear a fucking boat shoe a day in my life. Today. Um. Oh no! Are you kidding me? Look at this. No. This is hard. This is a hard one to watch. How do you even? Where are two thousand ten items at? Oh my and god! There's one cardigan that was really too small for me to wear, but I wore it anyway. Um, that's how all my cardigans are. Ah! Oh, and the growth physically, I look. It's so funny because even though, like, back in the day, I know I had a glow up, 
mm-hmm. still couldn't tell me, or you couldn't treat me any differently because I took everyone's man. Yep. Well, and that's just on period. And that's on period. Oh God, oh, you got it. You're on those. Disgrace, just disgraceful. This is 2011, so I'm getting close. Oh my goodness, I take pictures like this. <laughs> oh <laughs> my god! Like, and I allow people to tag me in some of this stuff. Like, mm-hmm. no, I'm crazy. I'm sitting here looking at the like the friendships that I have right at, like during that time. Some of these people mm. are still in my life. That's crazy to think about. Mm. Like I'm looking at some of these pictures that were some of my friends that, you know, and I'm looking at some that I do not have any friends with. Them. I'm not friends with you anymore. But um, that's crazy to see. That is nuts. Oh, Did you get, a, you get an appreciation for it? Oh my God. I was, I think, I think this is the first time in my life that I was 200 and something, 250 something pounds. I'm 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 now ten pounds lighter than that, but I think I definitely was two. I definitely was two, two fifty here. It's this infamous picture. Oh my god, we should do this for the show. Should we post a picture for 2010? Oh my god, we should definitely do 2010 photos for both of us. Yes. Oh my god. That's, yeah. Fuck the ex. 2010 photos. Yeah. yeah. We will release them. We will release some That's for the show. The That's the problem. I got one. I got one I want to I want to drop for me. Just one. I have. I don't. I'll choose one. <laughs> <laughs> I can choose two if you want to do that. But I have I have one for sure. And all my friends they're not gonna let me. They're gonna talk about it for days. So I, I really only just want to put this one. But I hate this one, and Josh knows exactly what I'm talking about. Um, this is. Uh, but yeah. Were you at ROTC? Huh? Were you at ROTC? I wasn't. I was not. Oh, okay, okay. I don't know why I thought you were. I mean, I mean, it looked like I could have been. Um, but yeah, guys. So, so you know, that was who we were in 2010. Yeah. And what we were listening to in 2010, and we're gonna post those pictures for you guys. You know, because that's how vulnerable we are. You know. We're gonna so, we're so gonna so put so. our put our put our stuff on the line for you. Our embarrassment. Yeah. 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 So so deal with that. So that being said, now we're gonna move on to the rest of the shit the shit segment. And uh, what were some significant things that you remember in 2010, or or things that with the number 10 that's significant to you? Um, 10 or X? Yeah, uh, for me, the 10 that kind of comes to mind is um, a remarkable one. I I mean, I know everyone knows I'm a huge Power Ranger uh, fan here. If they don't know by now. I, <laughs> I um, I, it was not in 2010, or it wasn't in you know, um, it wasn't in 2000 or anything. But the mm. the tenth season of Power Rangers was in 2003 because the show was in '93. But um, I just realized as to how magical they really put that together to be because um, the first three seasons of Power Rangers, their costumes and their well, you know, um. The Mighty Morphin Power Rangers ran for three seasons and they didn't change. You know, they counted those as three seasons. That's funny. I actually figured that out. Um, I think just a couple of years ago, because at first I was counting Mighty Morphin as one season, but it was like, you know, these all these episodes, but it was actually three seasons of it. But anyway, so um, they had 10 Rangers for the 10th season come together and they were all the Red Rangers. And Forever Red was the anniversary, the first anniversary Power Ranger episode. 
Um, I remember that. I remember Forever Red. That was the first initial, like, that was the first initial one. But they started in the fifth season. I'm just kind of like an honorable mention, but in the fifth season, they started doing the team-up episodes where the season from before would come together and cross over. And um, that was called From the Tenth Power. So I guess that's the 10 part there. So, um, yeah, that was just so remarkable. When those 10 Red Rangers got together, you saw all the Red Rangers from the past. Every single one came together. That was nuts. On camera, one of the best fucking shot episodes you'll ever see. I mean, extremely overproduced, but fucking (laughs) These, I don't know where they found the strength to do this shit 10 years later, because they never did stuff like that in the series when they were Rangers, like, especially the older ones. Like, I mean, where the fuck did you get the power? Where, like, you got older. Like, it, it was crazy. Like, the, the the Matrix shit they were doing, it was... Rem- oh, God, the Matrix was kind of big. It was crazy to see. And some of them were extremely thicker than what they were during the time they were filming for Power Rangers. So you're sitting here like, how the fuck are these people doing this at the age of 30 plus? But um, it was great to see. It was, it was great to see. And also another honorable mention, they actually were fighting the Astroborgs from um, the Beetleborgs. Which were, what? Yeah, if you really look at it. I mean, like, you know, Saban owned um, the Beetleborgs as well. Uh, VR Troopers and the Beetleborgs. Yeah. Digimon, too. Saban had their hands in all the girls. Yeah, Saban has some, you know, even now, like, they do a horror movies and stuff, which is kind of different, but at the same time, like, Saban in the 90s with the kids shows, like, they was fucking shit up. Mm. Shut up. And um, they what they did was they just used the costumes and called them, they were a part of the Machine Empire as Machine Empire from Power Rangers and Turbo was trying to reincarnate itself with Serpentera from um, earlier and Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, but they um yeah they brought they brought back the astroborgs um their costumes and some of the beetleborg costumes just a little different but um they fought them and that was really really cool too mm. so that's my odd my significant 10 nod what's your what's yours i want to know yours now oh my goodness uh, i had a couple of significance with 10 i had a couple of those so for one um I'm uh, big fan of Speed Racer and Racer X. You know, he had the big old red X. And he had the big old red X across his face. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, the movie Speed Racer came out. And I, I don't know if that was in 2010 or not. But, you know, it was one of the best portrayals of every character, but especially Racer X that I had ever seen on screen. Mm-hmm. So I really liked that. I appreciated that. Final Fantasy X or Final Fantasy X. You know, that was... One of my favorite ones. Uh, I really enjoyed that one. It, it was a really nice twist. You know, the characters were cool. We had a little sports game in there called, um, I don't think, I think Albed was the name of the city. Did you ever play that one? No. Okay. Um, but there's a game, there's a ball game in there where you, it's underwater. It's like underwater soccer. All right. So you're all underwater, but you're playing soccer. It's, it, it's, it's cool. It was a cool game. Um, so Final Fantasy X, and then of course the girls who went out for Final Fantasy X two. You know, with all the lead, with all the leading ladies in the game, and they could change outfits. And, you know, it was it was it was, it was a moment. Um, so that was one. Um, Jason X. <laughs> that was a pretty stupid thing to happen. That Froze scene still takes me out. But... 
Oh my god, when he smashed her head on the thing and just just threw her. That was that was excessive. It was a lot, and I appreciate it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, what was it? Iron Man Two, which which coincidentally came out in two thousand ten. Um, and it also oh, great film! Love that one. I always loved Iron Man Two. Yeah, Iron Man Two was something. I um I wouldn't say that I loved it. I love- um, but but considering what came out after that. I guess I love it. <laughs> you know, uh, you know, Iron Man three. You know, oh. guilty, not guilty, but um, I never seen Iron Man three yet. Oh my god, you you are just lucky. Oh, actually, that's when I stopped dropping the ball. Started dropping the ball with um, Avenger movies. Um, I just I just stopped after that, and like uh, Marvel, movies. I had stopped. I saw some. But um, like me following it and like staying up with the actually, it was after Iron Man three. Mm. Well, the start of that. So yeah, there's some like I actually just seen Guardians of the Galaxy like two months ago, the first one. Oh my goodness! Yeah, so I'm just gonna stop embarrassing myself. But continue. Oh my god. <laughs> um. Gosh. Oh. Um. Wow, I don't even know what to say to that. I. I uh, no, no, I mean, it's, I mean, it's, no, it's cool. It's cool. Um, kind of not, and I get it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> next to me at Endgame and not mm. mentioned this. And not fucking, yeah, it's like you're just lying. It's like you're betraying me. Um, no, but yeah, I mean, that, so those were the significant things. Oh, and, and Teen Titans, I know we all remember the storyline where Robin became the character X. Yeah. Oh God. Did you do what you very more just there? That, that was that was monumental. I did see that one. Uh, it was different. It was very different to see, but it was like it was great. It was a great story. It was oh. so great. Um we, you know, we loved it. It was it was a fantastic story. It put you know, it shows what you can do when you when you put that Batman training against all the other members. Okay. You know, and it was it was a it was a moment. It was a true moment in time that would not be forgotten by any nerd ever. Yeah. I agree. So yeah. So fantastic. Um yeah, those are significant things that I had, you know, with X, you know, or ten around that time. So, so yeah. Um, what we're gonna do now is go to the meat. Okay, this is the meat, guys. All right. I know, you know, you 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 sat through that, and that was cool. But this, this is the meat. <laughs> this is the moment you've been waiting for. This is it. This moment. <laughs> <laughs> you remember that trailer with Michael Jackson? This is it. Oh. And like. They had that part at the end. This is it. This is the moment. Of course. So it was just a setup. It was. It was a setup. Um. Um. Hmm. So yeah, guys, we're gonna do the the the, the premiere of the shit the shit. We're gonna do um, top ten girl fights in cinema. Okay. Top ten. Girl fights in cinema. I'm excited about this. I'm super excited about this. Super excited. 
you know, so so we can start listing them off in no particular order. Okay. Um, but uh, yeah, guys, and you can put them wherever you want to put them, but these are the ones that stuck with us. So starting right off the bat, I'm going to go ahead and throw up the first time we were introduced to Demi Moore in Charlie's Angels 2. That, that was something. Lie um, girl. Bring it on, bitch. Oh my god, what an iconic moment. I'm pretty sure I didn't say what she said, but... Well, I mean, the energy was felt all the same. Literally. I mean, Demi Moore, she showed up, she had this big fur overcoat, the girls tried to go into their little formations, you know, they've 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 been doing this for two movies, no, they've been doing this for a movie now, you know, and they were confident, you know? And Demi Moore showed up and just and demolished them. Oh, you know, watch the case. We know. <laughs> you have to. Oh my god. Oh god. I almost, I almost want to watch it. You gotta love it. You gotta love it. Oh. Just something that oh you know, it's, it's it's so treasurable. And I think that's like, and even though I mean I've seen the new Charlie's Angels, it wasn't as bad as people I think portrayed it to be. But um, it still did not. It, it lacked a little bit of that charm. I think it did. It just wasn't. It just wasn't. It it was. It was a lot of things. Um, but but this moment when old boy got shot. Oh God! And Demi Moore flips down with her guns. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. She had her red bottoms. Are these red bottoms? Yeah, honey, they were red bottoms. Okay. Such style, such grace, such charm. Such grace. It was so ridiculous. She got down there and she showed the girls not only were they not prepared. Okay, not only were you not prepared, you thought this was going to be easy. You thought this was going to go one way, but guess what? It's going another. And she whooped that. Ass. I mean, and I enjoyed it. Shot the girls in slow mo. It was really something. It wasn't a long fight, but it was effective. And to me, the angels got their asses beat again on camera. Okay, and in in a shitting fashion. <laughs> and Man, what a biatch! I just I love the let me. I just, I just also say I love the commentary in that film. Oh yes. <laughs> oh yeah. They were definitely there to have fun and it showed in the writing. Yes. Yes. Some of the best. So that's that. What's what what's a, what's the top what's another one in the top ten for you? Uh, another one in the top ten for me, and I just have to get this one out the way because we were cracking the fuck up thinking about this <laughs> one was uh Gabrielle Union versus Kelly Who and oh. the Grave. Yes. <laughs> well, straight up to the grave whoever thought to bring DMX and Jet Li into one movie thank you I thanks think, for that I just think for like you know it gives me that color purple vibe where <laughs> it's not supposed to be funny but it's funny oh and yeah okay gold. Mm. Like, I feel like nobody's gonna take like DMX seriously right it's- because I definitely wasn't I definitely was not it was, it was really DMX. Like, like even, like, his concern for his daughter was just very, like, I don't know. It, mm-hmm. it was, like, kind of like... Tupac, but since Rest in Peace, 
they gave it to DMX. So, um, long story short, you know, they had to have, you know, Kelly who was the bad guy. Uh, and I, you know what, let's, let's just also say this. When there is an uh, Asian antagonist, honey, they keep it all in a family. Definitely. It's never mixed. It's never, um, it's never any type of diversity thing. It's going to be crazy witch Asians who can fight and kill and, and kill and that's it. Drop of a hat. So you know Kelly, who who like literally is known for all of her action. Um, she fights Gabrielle Union, who is a part of DMX's crew. And I mean, mm-hmm. you got to give it to Kelly because at first uh, Gabrielle was getting worked as she should. You know, I'm Ooh, sure. she was getting her ass beat. Like when she did that little spin, and she was dragging the girl, and literally, like literally, like she like Gabby had her one time by her ponytail, but she got out that ponytail so fucking quick. Like you know, it it was crazy. But you know, I think that. I think her character got lost in the glam and the good like a, oh, I'm so sorry. What 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 is her widow's peak doing? You said what? Kelly has this big ass widow's peak. It's oh my God, I didn't so even prevalent. She looks like Letitia Adams. I I seriously gotta look at this, y'all. I'm I'm Googling it now. I'm looking at it right now, and I definitely see what she's talking about. How she came in swinging this jacket. She, Gabby is swinging this jacket, and uh, and she's like, you know, giving all the kung fu style and everything like that. And what okay. her down was when Gabby, you know, she she's jumping in the air. Gabby kicks her in the vagina, literally in the fucking and mid. She's right in the. I know she's gonna be down for a little bit because of that. After that, oh. Kelly grabs the gun, and I guess just didn't shoot in enough time. Oh, this fucking widow peak is too much. It's too much. <laughs> oh my god! Oh, did that? It's doing so much. She was like, "Mr. Sister." I have never her. She did not have one as Lady Deathstrike. She didn't. No, she didn't. They were like, "That shit will be cut." <laughs> you will not come in here like that. Ponytail. Oh, her point is so sleek as Lady It Tisha. is definitely giving me grande rubs. Uh, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Okay, okay. Okay. But she takes that gun. Gabby grabs the gun. <laughs> but somehow she wraps that gun behind her. Behind her. Right it behind was her back And points that in Kelly and Gabby. Because I really feel like Gabby starts to shoot it. Wait. She shot that bitch's tummy to the ground. Wait a fucking minute. Move. I'm looking at the move right now. Is somebody else's hand? He took that tummy off. Okay, do you hear me? Like no tummy tuck tea from China. Anything like she black China can do anything for her. Shut it off, Brandon. <laughs> shut it off. off. Like it's gone. It's gone. She didn't shut her belly. I wish a bitch would do that to my belly. Just just shoot it out like this. She ain't got no front. The front is gone. <laughs> After the fun, let's go. You, literally, literally. I'm like, how did you allow that to happen, babe? And this is, and you know what else is crazy? I know, I know, we can't hold the show up like this, but okay. If you guys are seeing it, maybe I'm crazy. If you guys are watching, maybe go and look at this. I think it's at point four six seconds. All right, when Gabby does that smooth, and it's actually kind of clean. That, that move that she does when she puts her arm behind her with a gun and she makes her shoot herself. But Brenda, tell me if that's her hand or not because 
after she gets shot by her own self, if you pause it while Gabby's standing there, that don't look like her hand pointing at her. It's too long. I want to say, I don't know if it was, I, I feel like the isolation wasn't that quick for her to notice that she was about to shoot herself. So right. I want to say it was Gabby who pulled the trigger. But look at the hand on it. Look at the hand on it. Like, look how she's got it, and look how it's turned I'm in. I'm so scared. Let me like, use my phone. Like, I'm so scared to use this computer. I am just like, I'm watching it right now, and I'm pausing, and I'm looking at it. I'm like, that's definitely, that might be a hand that they edited in, because her hand is too long uh, 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 at that point. An edited hand? Uh, Brenda, I'm telling you, I, I'm, I'm sure, I'm, I promise you, it's not some high shit. That does not look like her hand, but I mean, it looks like, like depth wise, it couldn't be her hand unless her hand is like long as fuck. But I, I digress. Yes, that was definitely a fight for the top, uh, for the top movies, for the top uh, girl fights. So that's in it. There. The black girl won against, and the black girl won. Love it. Which is. Uh, Less than what I can say for uh, Evelyn versus Anais and the Moon. Well, Anais and the Moon's not black, but you know, whatever. I mean, the 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 pigment shade, the melanin. The, the melanin is there, yeah. you know. Um, but yes, guys, this is from the beloved, perfect cinema film, um, The Mummy Returns, which actually okay. started this whole this whole this. segment in here. We were arguing over the ten the tenth year anniversary, and I was like, "We need to do ten top ten girl fights." Did and he did did say that, and and this was the movie that he suggested. This was one of the this yeah this was because you had posted the clip of this on your story. Yeah, and yep yep, and this had to, and we knew the qual. I mean, first of all, you get ancient fighting, good ancient Period. fighting in this, and ancient ass dialogue that I think yes. literally could have happened during this time. Could have. Loved it. I mean, the 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 attitude was there. The gold, the spectacle, it was there. Oh, and then when mama she took the two sides out and threw in the two male parts. Oh my god. The two statues yes. and the two sticks. Yes. Yes. Cartwheels all the way back, and that's why I said, "Girl, now you know when she grabbed that spear, you should have got a spear too." You should have got, got, got a spear too. You got with a long range like weapon, mm-hmm. and you got this axe, and you're using two hands. Uh, one. She set her set up to lose, but she wanted to go for the flash. Yeah, I know? Think so too. And and it cost her. It, it cost her in the end. It cost her, her and her father. It cost. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> yeah, it's true. Uh, it's true. Sad, but true. You know, uh, so. Right. <laughs> Nonetheless, the girls was, they was giving it to us. And their repart okay. was pretty cool, too. So. It was pretty cool. You know, they, they, they said the little things, you know. You know that they said in the old one, and, yeah, you know, a little headbutt scene where it was something new. Okay, a little something new. I said, "Oh, Rachel, you better do that. Okay. You better be bad." I'm literally upset with women and side swords. Literally, ever since then. You said what? You said what? Ever since then, I was obsessed with women and side swords. Uh, period. Yeah, Mortal Kombat did that for me. 
so so yeah, you know the the side swords, you know the the action, the gold, and the scenery, the, story, the scenery of that scene. This, you know them fighting like, in front of the the pharaoh and yes, the all and gold, knew, like and the, and the niggas were, and both the niggas was like, yeah, look at my girl, right? Like, uh-huh, you know, it was it was good. It was good. It was it was real good, and they had that little slow mo. You know, oh, uh, it was yes. Yeah. Oh God, yes. Great. So that was a fantastic girl fight. Fantastic. Yeah, great one. Um, what's another one? So since you mentioned Melina, let's go ahead and get into our mm. our, our favorite choice for Sonia. Sonia and Melina Obama. <laughs> <laughs> Why did I forget that? No! Why did I forget that? Oh my god! The context, the context is when we said this, it was like Sonia Molina and Jarmel said Obama. After I was like, he was like, this literally sounds like the, like his kids' name. Like, it really it sounds does. like Obama's kids. <laughs> Sonia Molina, like this. It sounds like Obama's kids. So, if Obama, for whatever, if you're listening to this podcast, we're not saying anything about your kids. I'm just we're saying that just Sonya that. and Melina sound real close to Sasha and Melina. Yeah. And so, so they would be called in Sasha and Melina Obama. All right. Very iconic. Tanya, yeah. Very iconic fight. Very iconic. Either way, Hilarious. it was it was dirty. It was down. <laughs> it was gritty and of course, quick. Of death we seen on camera. Oh God! It was it was it was it was something. The girls were fighting in the mud, you know. So it was satisfying the men's. <laughs> it was also satisfying us, you know, like because I fucking lived. Yeah, it was great. It was great. It felt like they were really fighting, like the sounds it was making. And then, like, what is, when she kicks on you, she said, No, no, she pulled her hair and she goes, Ah! Uh-huh. She said, Ah! <laughs> <laughs> ah! Uh, ah! I'm so lazy, but still was like, But still, they did the echo in it, so. Real quick. <laughs> so, you know. Um, but yeah, it was, you know, it started out real intense. You know, it started with the POV from the side swords again. Mm-hmm. It started POV from the side swords, you know, flying in at kind of like how Kill Bill. Well, I know we'll come back around to that, but like kind of how that started with the feet coming in. Mm-hmm. That's how the size came in on camera, you know, and like she just dodged them. And, and, and it started out this gritty fight in the mud for death. And uh, yeah, it was a really good scene. It's so, so Sonya, Melina, Obama, you know, <laughs> that was that was that was another great Thank girl you. fight. Thank you so so much. You're welcome. Thank you. Yeah. So I think um, that that was like that that was a great one. Um, that. Uh, oh. Okay, so another one that we have is uh, I know we mentioned um, Demi Moore. But I want to bring it back to the Angels just for a second because even though this is not a girl fight, it's definitely an honorable mention. Uh, mm. It's not one of the best fight scenes I think I've seen just with women in general. Oh, it's up there. It's up there. If you're if you're going, you're going to Charlie's Angel 1 and it's up there if you're doing what I think you're doing. And I think you are. Yeah. Um, Charlie's Angels versus The Thin Man. Oh, bitch. Just... I- 
I, listen, guys, we are fighting for this one. This is in the list of top 10 girl fights. It's in there. Only because for it to be a girl fight, there has to be multiple girls involved in the fight. Mm-hmm. So um, I'm going to say that I'm going to give this one a pass. It, it's in there. We have to. We have it's to. in there. This was, I mean, it's so crazy because I always think about it. I say, like, how did they do the choreography? Like, from mm. when that's part, it, I mean, it, do you know how many times I was in the living room swaying my arms back and forth and he was trying to cut? Oh, <laughs> my God. Just, like, like, the dodge that she was dodging doing? it with her hands. Like, mm. <laughs> flying and flying and flying. I'm like, <laughs> yes. Crazy, uh, and they climb that gate, and she grabs the drapes, and she just does that double heel kick, like. Mm. And I think also what also made that scene so rich was definitely the music, and that the music was iconic. That's a very iconic, iconic song. Very iconic that, song. That, that let me tell you something. That fight before it even got to the fight, the foreplay was fucking immaculate. Because not only did they chase this nigga down a flight of stairs with this cool ass music, like, do you remember that how he left the club when they realized he was the dude? So he turns to walk out, and he turns to he takes this big puff of the cigarette and he throws it, and he starts walking out, and like the smoke literally cuts between his head and flies over his shoulders as he's, this slender figure is walking out. You got this cool music on. They're chasing him down the stairs. They're throwing clothes off in slow-mo. Like, they're throwing clothes off and jumping down the staircase. And then they chase him across the street only for him to turn. Oh, first of all, he jumped through. Yes, quite obnoxiously. He jumps out of a box and turns around in slow motion. And then we go into this. And he starts shooting like it's the goddamn Matrix. We see the Matrix ripples. They they jump the off of walls. They are like Girl. with heels on. Heels, sis. With heels on. Heels. And then I actually, I gotta, I gotta give it up to the fashion of the show. I mean, of the movie, the content. The fashion was there. You have, you have, you have Cameron Diaz who's rocking a black and white classic Ugh. vest with a white collared shirt, but yes. the other two girls in black hair in uniform. And it's the oh god, they're in uniform, but they're so different. It shows off all their personalities. It does. It does. Oh my goodness! And the music oh. is so much better. The music made it ten times better, and you know the sound. Every time they hit this nigga, it felt hard. Yeah, you remember those noises yeah. they were making? Yeah. Uh, they, uh, uh, they sound like fucking Venus and Serena Williams out there. Literally, literally, like such an icon, just an iconic fight, iconic fight. Yes. I mean, to the point that it got spoofed on on Scary Movie. Like, uh, you know, in Scary Movie, the girls they were they were aiming at whatever, you know. But yes. Yes, God, what a what a fight! I, 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 if there was ever any kind of order, I don't see why that wouldn't be at least top two. Yeah, you know, and not number two. I don't know, um, but maybe. Considering what this next fight's about to be. Um, well, let's throw this in there because I can't believe we didn't have it up there yet. Um, oh yeah, we did skip a. We didn't even, <laughs> We skipped, Yeah, we definitely skipped some, but in there we have Kill Bill. One, and that would be the fight between uh, between Beatrice, the bride, and Gogo. 
And that was the girl with the with the yo-yo slash the ball knife yeah. thing. Oh wow. What I enjoyed about that scene was the backstory that was given before the fight. Mm, to show to show you who Gogo is. That she was not about yeah. to play with this bitch. And that she knew she was not here to play. She knew she couldn't underestimate this girl. And as much as she wanted to because of her youth. She knew she was about to be here for a fight. And she was. I mean, and she definitely was there. Was flying. That mace was flying and punching that bitch in the chest with spikes. Pop, bopping her on the back of the head. Every remember when they hit her on the back of the head and she just flipped backwards. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Mm. And then again, again, this fucking Uma Thurman giving us an iconic performance. I mean, she's all over this list. It's so crazy. She's. I mean, it's wild. You know. So. So you know. Um. Yeah, it's definitely wild. This, this, I'm looking at a little bit of this fight again right now as we speak, and this is something else. She skipped and threw that shit. This was a good one. I know why you put this in here. I, it, it, it would be foolish of us to not. Have yeah, it was a one. It was a one. It was a good fight. Period. And like I said, that was a fight. That was a give get fight. Like they were really going at each other. Mm. And I, I keep on trying to figure out how do they choreograph this stuff like this. Some very talented experienced people got to play and they made something really great musician she had to kill her with a piece of wood with nails she said fuck the sword she couldn't get it with the sword she couldn't get it she couldn't get it with the sword nope the sword got taken out early mama is is jumping on that little shit was was running that mace oh god okay i'm 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 looking at a replay too Oh, she hit herself like that. Oh, yeah. So menacing. Mm, mm, mm. So menacing. Like, I'm about to get this old bitch a little round for her money. Okay. And she, and she pulled out the knives on it later. Like, she was she was just hitting around with it first. Mm. It's so crazy. What a fantastic fight. This was a great one. Love it. Um, Definitely. Um, let's see. What else? What else we got? Oh, uh, <laughs> this is getting there, guys. Pumpkin versus New York, Tiffany Pollard. <laughs> well, as we <laughs> as we know, this was not cinematic. Um, no. Acquired. I mean, we did understand the cultural reset that came along with this fight here. Okay. Um, <laughs> the context. Um, the context. The context. Pumpkin was eliminated that night because we found out that she was a TV star already. Mm. Um, New York, knowing that, who fed that to Flavor Flav, was, you know, uh, feeling accomplished. Feeling she she was out. feeling her roots. She, she, she's, feeling, she's feeling herself. So, um, at this moment, Quite accomplished. Pumpkin decides to say goodbye to her, her loved one, which is Hoot. And give her some words of encouragement. And we all start to get the New York, get her out of here. Get her out of here. No, she goes, make your exit. Make your exit. Bye, pumpkin. Get her out of get her out of here. <laughs> Bye, pumpkin. It was some and that's television. You know, if pumpkin decides to, that's why you need a fucking facelift. And I don't need a facelift. I get into it. And then all of a sudden she I'm not here anymore, so I can slap. And then you go, slap me, bitch, and what? 
And that issue fucking opens her Caucasian mouth. Out of her Caucasian mouth comes a glass that goes past New York's neck into her hair. Into her hair. And it takes New York all of what? Six milliseconds? To grab her. To grab (laughs) her on the way. At this point, she knew. Pumpkin knew the shit had hit the fan. She's getting getting pushed. Pumpkin has. Pumpkin, listen, white women. In movies, what movies have shown us is that they're not that fast when they knew uh, when they know a killing beast, you know, is on their back. Okay, but Miss Pumpkin, Miss Pumpkin was a, was was a rolling fucking pumpkin spice at that moment because Homegirl was already halfway gone. Her breath she was already felt like shit. Mm, mm, mm. She was already halfway gone before New York realized what had happened and then caught up to her quickly, very fast, and threw her ass. Like, she couldn't get her to do much, but she got enough of that hair and enough of her back to fling her toward the camera. And it was enough. fantastic. Just enough. It I mean, was iconic. I will never forget my dad sitting there. We were like, oh! <laughs> yo, she spit on her! And, and play, I think, you know, I'm not cool with that. So you gotta really go, pumpkin. That's just disrespectful, fam. You can't do that up in here. But she did, Flav. But she did, Flav. <laughs> but she did, and you still didn't do anything. Which shout out to you undermining New York and going like, oh no, you really gotta go. Uh, after you eliminated her, she shouldn't. After you eliminated her, she, she already really had to go. Slap me, bitch, and what? That that part is just <laughs> and what? Mm-mm. It's like she didn't even get the rest of her words out because she saw that bitch. And it's funny because the rest of the shows that she went on, like I Love Money and Charm School, they every black person, bitch, if you spit on me, I'm whooping your ass. I have no problem going home. Like, everyone, (laughs) everyone. I mean, Bruce was trying to whoop She had to let him know. She had to let him know. Hilarious. You know, you. In, 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 in New York is, is quite a television icon anyway, so yeah. you know, I'm not a surprise that she made it into the pantheon of of, of whatever we were discussing. Yeah. And it just so happened to be top films, you know. It just happens to be top films. It had to happen. Top had to be. Top had to be top top girl fights. So so without further ado, you know, um another fight. What's another fight that we I see that we have a couple. We have um, kind of okay. So let's talk about this one. This is one. This is an honorable mention more so than anything. Um, okay. With Cindy Rothrock, Rothrock, ugh, Rothrock, oh. Rothrock. And she fought. What was that woman's name? It's it's uh, I think it's Shirley Shepard. Sure. No, that's the girl from The View. I'm like, wait a second, because I know I heard that name before. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I don't think that would be a, a long fight, you know, the way but you said it. It's from a movie called Above the Law. Mm. This? No. Uh, yeah. Karen Shepard, I'm sorry. Karen Shepard. Karen Shepard. I have to share this on our page. I'm, I'm going to have to share this so people can see what this fight is all about and what is, like, really 
the, the the nastiness, the tea of this fight. It is something else, you guys. Now I don't know, and nobody. I don't. The movie was what, called Above the Law. Yes, Above the Law. Now I don't know how many of you girls actually saw it. I mean, some people will pretend and say that they saw it. I'm not going to do that. I didn't. Pre- I, I didn't see it. Never seen this movie before. But I have seen this fight make its way around my social media timeline uh, on every platform at least once or twice. And this is the fight, if I could describe it best, where the chick has the belt knife. You know, where she has like, she has the the belt made out of, you know, sharp, you know, pieces of metal. And she's using it like a like a whip knife thing, you know. And uh, and they're in this mall, Cynthia Rothrock, and they are going full throttle from start to finish. I mean, to finish. That I, I mean, literally, it's such a fast paced scene. I think it's one of those scenes, honestly, that would remind me of a male to male fight scene of today. And this was in the movies, which I'm mean, yes. gonna get because like Jet Li and Bruce Lee, they have they had scenes like this a lot, but you really didn't see a lot of female scenes like this. Mm-mm, nope. And this is one worth to check out. This is definitely one worth checking out. And I know there were others, you know, doing it, but Cynthia, this Mama did that. Yeah. Okay. This is a really good fight scene. Um, we can't go into too much details because it's literally just bitches whooping each other's asses. But you know, definitely go and give it a watch, you guys. It's Cynthia. It's Cindy Rothrock versus Karen Clarkshear. No, uh, no. Uh, Karen Shepard. <laughs> look, 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 look. Karen Shepard is Karen Shepard. What else? I'm gonna make sure I send uh, show it to you guys so you guys can. I'll post it so you can see it. Exactly. What definitely. Talking. Definitely watch that one. Yeah. Um, what's another? Um, Kill Bill Two. Going right back to Kill. We're going to I Kill Bill. Up. Kill Bill Two. And uh, <laughs> what did you say? What did you say? Going back to the Mamba. Going back to the Mamba. Yes. Um, rest in peace to the other Mamba. Yeah. Um, but you know, this scene where. Where she fights L in the trailer, that just ruthless. That was a moment. That was a moment. It was, it was edgy, you know. It was it was Tarantino, you know. It was entertaining. It was it was it was real gritty, mm-hmm. you know. And I really do admire movies that do that where they make the fight scenes don't feel like this big grandiose thing, but it's realistic enough. Like you know, these niggas like really fighting. You know, I think Mama uses an antenna off the TV. Yeah. At one point. And I just love how she could not, Ellie could not open, like, her sword. Right, because they were in a trailer. trailer. It was like, they were in a small-ass trailer out somewhere out in El Paso, Texas or somewhere. But the ceiling was so low that she could not get her sword all the way out. And love that they paid attention to something like that. I loved it, too. I mean, the whole damn thing was... The whole damn thing was vicious. I mean, and just for the bitch to leave her because she snatched her fucking eye out. Oh, and snatched her eye out at the end. Said, I, I mean, there was nothing to do. But you can't see no more. Right, you can't see shit. Right? You see, peep this darkness. Um, so, forever. So, uh, that was... 
That was pretty wild. I mean, like, all the shit that took up place beforehand, like, there were some scenes in this shit where I'm like, God damn, these bitches are really hurt. Like, there's this one little part where she goes to get the sword for the first time, and she kicks her back into the room, and she falls back, and her arm goes over this cabinet. I know the third person really hit their elbow on that fucking wood. Yep. Like had to have like and they were a trooper because I would have been screaming god damn it that looked like that fucking hurt like there's no I can still I still can't watch it and get uneasy so Kill Bill 2 we gotta give it to him for the commitment work oh when she threw that fucking jar of spin in her face I still can't watch that what the fuck was that it was like a spit jar, you know. It was a spit jar? These old niggas be chewing tobacco and spitting out the rest God in little damn. jars. It was like molasses or something. No, no, bitch. That was tobacco and spit. <laughs> that is trifling. That is wild. And she threw it right in her face. Said, so, she said, here you go, bitch. <laughs> she said, like, hold that, bitch. That is trifling. <laughs> So that was a movie. You know, um, Let's see. Did we reach ten yet, or do or do we have a couple or any? We have. A oh, few, we. This is. I think we're at ten. I we have the ten two. Then. Last one. Last one. And <laughs> no, guys, no, oh, guys, we rip on this fight all the time. I don't. <laughs> I we get here somehow. Happening. Somehow we get here every time. Oh. I'm surprised. I'm surprised the show isn't. If somehow the show doesn't have Power Rangers and um, Poison Ivy in the title somehow, because we always end up coming back here to these girls and missing with them, but all the time. Uh, but uh, yeah, the Batgirl versus Poison Ivy fight. Oh my god! I just thought about it. I mentioned that should have got on the list. And it could have got there instead of one of the Kill Bill fights. But I'm going to mention it after that. I'm going to mention it after this. Okay. But yes. Go ahead, Brandon. For this one, I mean, of course, it's always the one that makes its way to the surface. And that is Poison Ivy and Batgirl. Barbara Wilson, not Gordon, from Batman and Robin. Yes. This scene is the introduction of Batgirl in action. Yeah. But she dropped yes. from the ceiling after entangling Batman into her wicked vines and Robin being drowned in her in her pool of I guess vines as well. Mm. But um we get some wicked dialogue. The fight is meh, but the glam, the glitz, the words, the splits is everything that we live for and this female one on one. Mm-mm. It was, it was quite the moment, quite the moment. And I really think it was the moment that was needed. I think it was great. I think that was a way to a good way to introduce Batgirl within the fighting and you know different realms of that nature. You know what I'm saying? I thought that was great for her to do. Oh God! And Miss Alicia, Mama ate that shit up. I told Lazy Freeze as I pulled her plug. This. As a one woman. As a one woman show. Oh Lord. Oh Lord. And the fact that that scene gave us even more after it was done. Ugh. But uh yes, that will forever go down in history as one of the best 
girl fights ever. Now, uh, we're about to wrap that part up for shoot the shit, but I just have one more I want to throw in. What? Is- and I can't believe I can't believe I didn't throw this in there. Players Club, Ronnie oh. versus Diamond. That's yeah. That that is one. And it's so funny, that, you know what's funny when we first when we first yeah. said we were gonna do it. You said you're gonna mention that. I did say that that was gonna be in there. It was gonna be in there. So one of these took the place of that. One of these, you know. So I, you know. But either way, you know, this hard to imagine. This is in the world where this is not top ten. But my God, you know what? No, what no. a what I'm a pair of ass. <laughs> Ain't no balls down there, bitch. <laughs> can you me? I got it. Yeah. What can do. What a fan! And then, like the hits, you know, they definitely did. You know, their little version of they did their own stunts. You could tell, but they did a great job. I loved it. Could loved it. me. Oh God! And everything, like the the outfit that Ronnie fought in, the way she was left slumped over. Slumped over one leg up and blood all over the blonde hair. She's fighting with the blood drenching on her face. She said, uh. <laughs> 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 Why did you do that? Why did you do that? Uh, man from Diamond. Can I have everybody out the room, please? Yes. Pal, I uh, think everybody yeah. in the fucking room, please. Oh God, the girls is running the cover in the titties. Okay. Oh God, what a what a good movie. That I, was a good movie. I mean, that should be in the title of the show too, because I feel like you know that's not always brought up as a way. So, guys, I know we went over on that, but that was our shoot. That was only our <laughs> shoot the shit. <laughs> So we are gonna be a little smoother and a little uh yes a little through so don't worry about it but yeah this that was yeah, guys. shit that was all that we're an hour in and that was shooting shit so so the shit is shot it's, it's that, that's shot the fuck up <laughs> indeed so now we're gonna go without further ado into like our... who's tummy like <laughs> I swear, I, I'm gonna be posting these clips all week. That's it's, that's it. It's a please, we're gonna please. Post all week, and then y'all oh gonna know what we say. Oh, you guys are just gonna be on my Twitter feed. Oh, cute! So, guys, we're gonna start off with our other segment, which is where we talk about the topics, the hot topics. You know, we're gonna talk about uh, this is gonna be the shit show. So, we're starting that right now. And my phone is on 6%, so I'm going to definitely try to get to these, you know, in the order that they came. So, the baby makes the headlines again. Now, this story was out in early May, so May 5th, you know, um, around May 5th, where I saw this story pop up the first time. He put his hands now on somebody else's child. Um, no, no, no. Allegedly attacked a driver yeah. in Vegas after an argument. Mm-hmm. Um, my God, there's just like, issues just, going on here. You know, he has he's got some, something going on. It gotta be. You know, it's like you in Hollywood. You ain't a hood no more, bro. Right? Like, what is all this for? Seriously, you gotta you gotta do a little bit better. Please. I mean, we say this every time. 
I feel like we do say this a lot. We say this every time, and I thought you were supposed to be getting this shit together. Literally. Okay. God damn, together, baby. baby. You finally become. It's really not hard. Just don't hit people all the time. Not all the time. Not all the time. Some people do it. All right. But but. You know, but but you just you just gotta be. You just gotta be a little bit more careful. Unless you on the back. Damn. So yeah, um, that guy, you know, in the news hitting people again. He's he's got a new edition. It's coming to be new record. Gonna be a brand new record for this guy. Now what? We're gonna, so we're gonna keep on moving on down the roof. Um, what happened with with Kia? Well, uh, with Kaya and uh, and uh, and Trina. So, so I guess there was, you know, the verse culture, the versus culture. I said the verse culture. <laughs> the verse. <laughs> I mean, that's that's a different culture we can talk about. Yeah. The versus culture where everyone has been pinning each other just to, you know, mostly celebrate. Honestly, I've been seeing a lot of them celebrate each other, which has been like, you know, Erica Badu versus Scott, you know, Baby oh, Ray yeah. versus Teddy Riley. And Kaya mentioned it, I think, just to get a little, you know, to be in somebody's face or just a little mm-hmm. bit. She said she wanted to do a versus with Trina. And Trina oh. had some words for her. Um, she said, you can't battle anyone that's not who does not have a top 10 or have a top song ever. You only have one, oh. um, which we all know is my neck and my back. But right. I was going to say she that. She said she would never go down to that number or not number. She said she'll never go down to her level because the bitch ain't got one. And we love a factual drag, you know, um, it was it was factual. Yeah, it was, and I mean it was and it was rightfully so. You know, Kaya, girl, don't do that. Yeah, sis, where is the catalog at? Okay, you know, know. you're gonna be qualified off of a rap show, mm. but not freestyling. You did one of the songs you already did. Like, come on, Kaya, you've done. You, you should know better. You should know better and know your fucking place. You should know better. You know. But since so, you know, you got red. And the baddest bitch. By the baddest bitch there is. And uh honestly, you know, that you you, you played yourself. Congrats. Mm-hmm. Yep. So so um another thing that, that we also talking about or have been talking about was Miss Tyra Banks. Now they were talking about the girl for a lot of reasons. I think a lot of videos resurfaced um a lot. Um, a lot of stuff coming up about how she treated people in the industry, you know, young, newer models in the industry. Um, and uh, a lot of the people, she's getting a lot of backlash for it. And she mm. took it to the internet and, you know, and addressed it. Um, I can't remember exactly what was said, but I know that we both, we had some separating feelings on it, or at least some different feelings on, you know, what was happening. You know, what were some of your thoughts? Um so I well first I'm gonna say that I did I was reading the comments more so than I was reading um, what was said and I guess I probably got misconstrued from that but uh, yeah so the girls you know were upset about the treatment and how they said uh, Tyra dealt with some of the girls especially the um, the black women um, black, uh, participants and um, I mean I think that one I would have to see exactly what they're talking about because I haven't necessarily seen anything like that. But I didn't follow America's Next Top Model. I did kind of go in and out. 
I think the only one that I did see was when I think Danielle won and Jade was on there, and that's like one of the first ones. But other than that, I have not seen any of like them consecutively. But um, yeah, they were just saying how you know she was rude and things. But what I kind of saw also underneath the comments were that people were saying like, yeah, you need to apologize to them for for, for um leading them on about getting a career, having a career as well. Mm. And um. You know, I thought that that was a little different because um, I know that one of the big things that, you know, Tyra wanted to do was put women on and different things mm-hmm. like that. I think that, you know, although she has been doing that to put women on, um, mm-hmm. she can't change these agencies that buy, you know, or say, I want to work with this model and different things like that. So I know that's a little hard, but I didn't want mm-hmm. them to hold her account yeah. for that aspect. But right now we don't we don't expect her to change the industry around her, right. even though if anybody you know could you know start that process, it would definitely be somebody with the much stature as her. Right. You know. And that's how I said, um, I, and I get that, but I mean, I'm pretty sure what I was telling John Mill was before we had got on this was, uh, you know, we're in a culture and we're in a, a phase now where we um are kind of going through and people are noticing some of the things that were you know um wrong by their legends and different things and i think that we're going to be coming to a time where everyone's going to be answering for different things that they have done um mm. right or wrong for when right. coming up or when they were you know trying to do something or just you know do whatever they're going to do but um yeah you know i think this is just there's some dirt there's got to be some dirt on on everybody that we really do like you know uh, i'm sure tyra is no tyra is no exception to that um you know i saw some clip of her uh talking about some woman the one of the models who went on to win about getting the gap in her mouth removed Mm -hmm. did you see that clip yes i remember that Mm -hmm. right she's like you just gave your spot up and you're not gonna win because you won't get rid of that like to me that was that was pretty crazy. You know, I could definitely understand her getting her flat for that, especially considering that the girl went on to win. Mm-hmm. You know? But that was pretty wild to me. Like, I'm like, damn, I wonder what wasn't filmed. Like, if they was talking to people like that, you know, what wasn't filmed? Right. And I remember you know, and was, she did do that. That was a big thing. Um, and then there was one about the girl who did Playboy. Did you, did you remember that one? No, no, I haven't heard about that one. Well, she there was a model in there. She said she disclosed that she did Playboy before she came onto the show, but then when she got on and they were filming, they acted like they just found out. And Tyra act, pretty much wouldn't look at her, wouldn't look at her in the face. And she said, "Well, that sounds like a prostitute." Woo! Yeah, she's like, "I don't like that. That's you sound like a prostitute." That is yikes! And I'm like, "Damn, Tyra!" Wow, wow, like that. wow! And that was on camera. Wow, right. Wow, wow, wow. That, that, okay. And that was on camera. So it's like, what was the girl saying off? Okay. You know, so, you know, I don't know. Like I said, with that kind of stuff coming to light, if Tyra wants to feel like she needs to apologize for her, I would, I would let her do it. I would let her do it genuinely. Yeah, I agree. So, you know, because that's wild. Yeah. You know, I mean, I understand you're going to get ratings, you know, but that's, that's just, that seemed a little mean. So. A little problematic. Yeah. A little problematic. You know, so speaking of problematic, um, that'll bring me over to our next next title, um, in which we talk about uh, a couple of things, including that Twitterverse. Um, I know y'all have been seeing this black gay couple 
Um, <laughs> what do you mean? The one. The one uh, <laughs> what do you mean? What, you you know you know you know you know them. What do you um, mean? <laughs> he kept saying that shit. I said, "Baby, you don't understand. You don't understand nothing, huh?" What do you mean? That shit was so funny. It was like, who are they even? Like, who are they? They just keep coming across my timeline. Like, first they was talking about, uh, you know, monogamy and you know being together uh, during Rona. Ugh, what that God. like for them? Right. And then I guess they got interviewed by someone else, and and the ter- terms of after quarantine came up. And you know, one, um, I'm guessing he was the top as well. I'm not gonna, not that I have to put a label on him, but just so you can kind of di- differentiate. But um, he, you know, expressed that he was ready once that happened that we will open up their relationship to the public so they can have an open relationship. And that's when, <laughs> that's when. What do you mean? Started. <laughs> what do you mean? What do you mean? Oh my god! I cannot. You are silly as a fuck. Um, over. We're gonna be, you know, um, opening up our relationship at one point. I think we should be open to that. What do you, what mean? you mean? <laughs> <laughs> he, it, he probably said it in two different ways, and he still got a. What do you mean? It was the funniest thing I've ever. Girl. Funny, but I also, I, I honestly, I feel like it was scripted. I mean, that's the thing that that's the vibe that these guys give, especially that over the damn the breakup video. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 He's like, so today he's moving out. So he's moving out. He's he's crying and he's like, hey, just telling them what's going on. Like, oh my goodness. Um, you know, so these guys have been circling our social media, and the girls have have you know went from discussing a relationship to breaking up and it was it was just it was a lot you know it definitely felt like a Tyler Perry production for me which you know Tyler if you're watching you know I think there's a, a spot for them on your you know umbrella I mean you know, maybe ah! <laughs> <laughs> <Not> umbrella <laughs> what was the one with all the niggas in the and the lowing cloths in the tent you remember that one He's yeah. got that shit on going right now. What is that one? I Maybe they could be. That one's about a girl. I guess I was a dream that she was having or something. Oh. But I oh. still want to know what do you mean? I mean <laughs> shut up. Uh, so <laughs> that's uh so so whoever those girls are, good luck to them. I think they're broken up now. Hopefully they got their uh social media deal or whatever they wanted to do mm-hmm. uh with this stuff being out. Um who else? The girls have been really acting up. They have really been acting up. Um, we we have the the sob story of the black okay. You remember this one? Uh, no. Um, it's the guy. He was he he was on a uh, site with with predominantly white men. You know, oh, white God. gay yes, men. Yes, yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. So you remember that one? And um, and uh, he hit up this white man who he knew was, you know, likely, uh, you know, I think his profile had indicated that he wasn't, that he wasn't into, you know, black men. Yes. Because he's um, really can't read either. Yeah. <laughs> right. Uh, let's see. Let me look at his profile here. He said, what do you mean? What do you mean? 
What do you mean? Um, yeah, but he hit him up in his DMs. He said, just read your profile and you're racist. And the guy goes, I'm not into blacks. And he says, it's not racist, it's just a preference. A preference. Mm-hmm. You know, and then he pretty much proceeded to tell him how racist it is. And he posted him for the world to see. But the truth is, but it's not going every, it didn't go quite the way that he had planned. The, 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 somebody's, you know, son who posted this, this to, you know, in an effort to expose this white man only revealed that he too, you know, played the role of the clown, of Boo Boo the Fool in this situation because he actively jumped in the DMs of a man who did have racist stuff in his bio, you know? And and if he and if he said he was okay with him, he would have went. Right. That that was his point. I mean that is that that's the point that, that a lot of the girls wanted to skip over, that he wanted the girls to skip over. But if he had said, Yeah, all that shit in my profile is cool, but I'll help you though, then we would it would have been a different story. He would have been know. done. He would have he would have douched out for an hour, <laughs> you know. And then you would have went over to his house and they would have did poppers and and had sex with no hips. He literally you know. looked like Jim Carrey in the Sonic movie. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> no. <laughs> Not that to robotic! Nothing else. <laughs> Nothing else. Oh my lord. Oh wow. He's, his face looks like the mask from Crash Bandicoot. Like, oh, it's so long. Oh my god. Oh, well, pretty much this, the lesson of this story was, you know, if you're a black, okay, it's going to come to light, period. Okay. Period. It doesn't matter who you're trying to expose. You're only going to make yourself look like as big a clown as that person is. I mean, period. But it's, it was also just very dis- disgusting to see the guy talk the way he did about black folk. Mm-hmm. I'm also like, what the fuck do you expect? Like, right? Like, it's like that kind of that kind of verbiage was in his profile. Like, you jumped in his DMs and said, "Oh, never mind. Just read that stuff. It sounds like you're racist." Like, girl, if you don't get the fuck out of here, your acknowledgement now. Right, you saw that when you went to his page, and you still jumped in the DMs and said, "Oh, never mind." You saw his face. When you, you saw his face. face. You saw his face. I mean, he just looks like a Nazi. I mean, he does. Quite literally. He does. So, so you played, girl. One for the white. Yeah. Zero for the black. Period. We both lose in this. Nobody wins. Um, so, yeah, that that's that's it for that story. Um, I know that, that now we can talk about you know, news and film, you know, that's coming out or news and entertainment. So Joe Exotic from the Tiger King stuff, you know, is getting a movie. Um, and Nicolas Cage has come on to play him. Which it's really funny because when they first started out with the Tiger King meme, he was plastered all over it. Mm, well, that's probably why it happened. And I'm pretty, <laughs> I'm pretty sure they said... Nicholas Cage and Nicholas Cage said, "What the hell?" Sure. <laughs> Nicholas Cage looked at his pocketbook and said, "Let's see, am I done paying off all this debt?" No. So Nicholas is like, "Don't want to be else respectable." 
Not write it. Mm, no, not not right. He flips through his book and then he sees it's overbooked. There's no space left for any any other projects, and then he puts that one out anyway. Would this be worth in what twenty twenty is now? No. Mm, no. <laughs> Let's do it. <laughs> He's like, Let's see. Samuel Jackson takes this movie. Let's get it. So so yeah, you know, um Nicholas Cage is gonna be playing this guy. Honestly, I can't see another person that would. You know, maybe Tom Cruise. He, you know, he likes to get into, you know, playing crazy white men because he has a wealth of experience. Um, but I mean, why do? Can I ask why do we need a fictional <laughs> movie when we have a documentary that was groundbreaking and honestly annoying at the same time? I don't Period. Know another one. Right. We we don't. We don't. I wonder who they're going to get to play Carol Baskin. I think probably Tony Collette or something. I think uh, I've seen people put um, Kathy Bates, but I really, Kathy. I really think that Julianne Moore should play. Julianne Moore. Julianne Moore would be a good Carol Baskin. Mm, let me just say, I replace bitch. I replace Carol Baskin with like bitch the, all that stuff. So now if I just say, you fucking Carol Baskin is really like you bitch or you oh. something like that. I get it. I mean, and it's it suits. It, it's it's exactly you know how the context that I would expect it to be in. Um, is it what? So precisely. So yeah, guys. I mean, that's happening. If you're interested in that, I know personally, I don't care, but there it is. Um, the original American Horror Story is getting a spinoff, actually, which is crazy because I didn't know. I just thought they were all, you know spinoffs of each other, but I guess they're all new stories each time. They are, it's an anthology series, but what okay. I like about this is, it's going to be like an adult Goosebumps. Mm. It's not going to be one season that's based off of killer clowns or vampires or different things like that. It's going to be like a grown-up anthology, like Goosebumps series, where there's a new monster every week, and I'm excited to do that. It is goosebumps. Mm-hmm. I'm excited to see that. Super excited. Wow, that's perspective. Because wow, no, because literally, I had to read it at first. I'm like, why are they doing that? But then I'm like, it would be so different. I think that like Martin, you know, Ryan Murphy is like, he's one of those producers who literally has a roster of people that he works with um, habitually. Yeah, I think this way he would get to exercise all of them in different ways, and I'm excited for it. Th- that sounds fucking fantastic. Excited. Yeah. So American fucking Horror great. Stories, not American Horror Stories. Oh, that's powerful. Yeah. That's fucking powerful. Love it. Great. So, um, on to the another bit of news, and I think this is the last thing we have for the shit show, guys. But Scream 5, the girls are well underway, okay? And they are getting reprisals, like, left and fucking right. Mm-hmm. Okay? Starting with your girl, the <laughs> Sydney Prescott. Okay? The one and only Sydney Prescott in the flesh, three time survivor. Wait, did she die? She never died. Nope. She never died. I can assume she died in Scream. Did she? Was she in Scream? Was she in that uh, that Scream with Hayden Panettiere? Yeah, she survived though. Ugh, all right. Oh, she died, but she survived. Okay. <laughs> um, mm, 
So Neb Campbell is coming back to revise her, to revise her, I cannot even speak right now, to revise her role I'm as crying. Sydney motherfucking the unkillable Preston. Okay. Yeah. Who are some other people that come in? I know there are some other people. I know they're waiting on to hear from Courtney Cox. Well, yes, we need her. Cox, who is, you know, Miss Gail Weathers. Miss Gail If we don't have her, the movie, just don't do it. Just, I mean, don't do not do Gail. Don't do Gail. Honey, let her be on a press tour or something. Right. She's booked. She didn't have time to do this shit again. Right. We can't, we can't, we can't just redo her. We can't, you know, re, re, like, you know, book her or retry to cast her unless you do Parker Posey as if she never died. Oh. From Scream Three, which will be stupid because we know she died. But who? But then the, but the movies. You said what? I said, but yeah, but then again, you know, the movies are pretty. Yeah. So, but who I really want to come back is actually Hayden Panettiere. What? Her character deserves so much more, and they just killed her off, and you never see her die, really. Yeah, I was gonna say, when did she die? But she got stabbed in the stomach, but she—you never see her die. Mm, you just see her get stabbed in the stomach and that's it. Yep, you just see her and, and you see some blood come out, but you don't see her die. So hopefully in some, you know, universe she's still alive and well and we get to see her kick some ass this well, time around. She's in Heroes. She's she she's got her powers from Heroes, so yeah. she can live. She but can. also um the writer for um Scream 1, 2 and 4, I can't think of his name right now. Don't kill us, we're not journalists. Um he officially blessed the screenwrite and the uh, storyline for um, Kevin Williamson. I'm sorry, screenline and um, the story for Scream Five. So he praised the writers. He said it says that this is a direct quote from him. Um, their take on this movie is both original, innovative, no inventive. I'm sorry, inventive and honors Wes Craven's legacy, and it is a, in a wonderful way. Can't wait to see what's their incredible talents will bring to Scream the universe. Scream universe. Mm. Mm. So the creator has the original writer for Scream 1, 2, and 4, which were the better ones because three, Scream 3 was like, and it wasn't good, but it wasn't the best one. It wasn't. It wasn't. Mm. I enjoyed it for different reasons, but mm. that's me, you know. I don't mm. Mm. Yeah, so, yeah, Scream 5. Full swing, guys. Yeah, hope you guys are enjoying it. I'm hope excited. you guys do enjoy it when it comes out. I'm excited. I'm, ex- I'm excited too. I need a nice little popcorn flick. It's these are not scary movies anymore. These are definitely purely thriller popcorn flicks. I hope that this one has, since it's different directors and they are a part of Blumhouse, that there is a little bit more of a gore feel to it, or mm. some type of twist that is, you know. Just more heinous. Yeah, or just like, you know, just you know, just make it, just make it scary. Give the scary element back, because I think the last time I was scared of that movie was number one, when it was fresh. I didn't know who the killer was. You know, it was scary the way he killed Drew Barrymore, and I was like, this nigga is serious. Yeah. You know, so yeah, that first season everybody out. We were talking about Drew Barrymore earlier when she was, when she, mm. what did she say? What did we say? Oh my God, I knew we were dying. What did we say about Drew Barrymore? We were talking about her list. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> her 
fucking lisp. I have one too, but oh my god, she was great. It, it turns angels. Yeah, like, she, kicking your ass. Kicking your ass. <laughs> Oh my god. We love you like all the way. So much. But that's hilarious. So fucking much. Oh my god. That's called kicking your ass. (laughs) These are Chinese fighting muffins. They love it. (laughs) True girl. Oh my goodness. I'm sorry. I did not mean to take us there, but I know I was like, why are we talking about you being more? Before this movie, why were we talking about her? Um, <laughs> so, guys, I think I think that's that's gonna be it for us for the shoot for the uh, wow. I keep wanting to call it shoot the shit for the shit show for the shit show. The shit show is done, guys. That's it. That's all the stories we have. I know they were big, you know, and long stories, and I'm sorry that you know we, you guys sat through all that. All right. But, you know, Miss Rona, we don't have that many topics, so sue us. But um, now, we're on to our final uh, film and television, television and film, you know, uh, review segment. And, um, guys, the 10 theme has come back. And we are going to talk about our most memorable films of 2010. Okay, we are, and these could be films that came as long as they came out in 2010. We have to talk about how memorable they were to us, what they meant to us, you know, or you know, why we remember them, you know. So, so yeah, that's what we're doing right now. And I'm gonna start off with talking about a movie that I personally remember from 2010. I don't remember the month because I didn't write that down, but um, Scott Pilgrim. Oh, good. Versus, yeah, Scott, Scott Pilgrim, and I think, the, I don't remember the full title of the film. Versus uh, the World, I think. Versus the World. Scott Pilgrim versus the World. Um, versus the World, yes. What a fantastic film. Yeah, that's a good one. It's a good film. Peak Michael Sarah utilization. Okay. The film was shot beautifully. It was Edgar Wright at his best, you know, doing what he does best. Um, the director of such great films like Shaun of the Dead and Hot Fuzz, you know. But he did this. This was a this was a great film. It had a great cast, you know. It, it was fantastic, you know. The visual, the the story, you know, the comic book element. It was it was just done right. So so I loved it. Loved the film. Fantastic. That was one of the movies in 2010 for me, one of my top five, that, that came out in 2010. Brandon, what's one for you? Easily agreeable. Easily agreeable. And I just have to say, I stand for Mary Elizabeth Winstead. And oh, yes. That's one of the ones that sold me on her as well. So, love. Oh, yeah. Love the full circle moments. Um, and uh, and Miss uh, Brie Larson. Yeah. Yes, yes, sure was. Sure was. Yes, yes, yes. Love it. Yeah, all the girls, Chris Evans, Brandon Routh. Sure did, sure did, sure did. Oh my! Just sure did. I'm getting all the girls, eh? <laughs> I want to say one of my first ones. Um, 
just a little bit on the softer side, I would say, because I love musicals and I love music, and I love mm. Claire and Christina, was burlesque. Mm. Iconic in so many ways. Um, so many ways. I think that we got a chance to see a, like a Broadway-esque film that had nothing to do really with Broadway, but if it gave us all of that, like as if we were watching West Side Story and um, different Broadway adaptations to film, which was mm. great for it to be a screenplay and brought in like that, and that's why it's so iconic and people love it. Um, from the cat, I didn't see. The, I don't know if I saw that way. Who? I know Cher was in that one, right? Yes, it was Cher and Christina Aguilera as the. Christina. Yeah, she was in it, and Kristen Bell, who played. What was that? Is that the Christina Aguilera impression? Yes. Oh, wait a minute. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> oh, 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 she gave us a little bit of that in that film so I suggest you watch it and yeah. uh, Bell who plays Anna in the Frozen franchise was in it Stanley Chucky mm. who was amazing was in there as well always there he's always there staple in these kind of films love love Stanley and it was just a great coming of age story um and I enjoyed it. I enjoyed the music. It was so fun. Cher up there doing what she does best, singing, fashion, shade, all of the above. Mm. It was great. Fantastic. Fantastic film. Yes. Definitely, definitely a good choice. Um, one of my movies that made it up there to 2010, uh, what, that made it up there, uh, that came out in 2010, was The Deathly Hallows Part 1 for Harry Potter. Um, did you see that one? I actually stopped watching Harry Potter after the Sorcerer's Stone. Oh, wow. Well, guys, this, much like the Twilight sweeping, like, you know, madness, this movie was one of the finals, and it was it was very intense. It was very high-octane, or at least, you know, there was a lot of hype around it. And I remember going to see it like, eh, you know, I hope the next one's better. Because, you know, it, it was really... It was really soft paced, but it got really good toward the end, you know. Um, and it was it was a nice, you know, beginning of the end. It, 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 I, I guess before Endgame was a thing, it definitely gave us our Infinity War moment, you know, right before Endgame, you know. Um, and it was it was a nice little it was a nice little installment for the for the franchise. It definitely definitely packed some punch, and I enjoyed it. I enjoyed seeing the characters. At, you know, a little bit more mature, a little bit more edgy, and ready to do what you got to do to survive. You know, these were kids that were hunted, and they became these legends, and they helped teach people and, and get them ready for the fight that was coming. You know, it was it was epic, it was very epic. Loved it. I definitely have to revisit the series because I was not allowed to watch it as a kid. Oh my god! But but she owned. Man, never mind. I think I'm talking about Josh's mom. She was the exact same way. It was religious reasons. Yeah, it was. Yeah. My mom, Josh's mom was the exact same way with him. So, she, But guess what she owned? What? She owned fucking Spawn on DVD. 
Oh, in love. That's a little I'm like, backwards. The nigga from hell. His power. <laughs> his power literally comes from the devil. Like, and is literally fueled by hellfire. By hellfire, he took. I mean, his suit is made out of souls, damned souls. <laughs> like, what's going on? Sis? I missed that. She missed that part. She missed that. She must have got caught looking at Michael Jai White. Oh, she like for the five seconds of humanity that he had. That he got before his face turned into bacon. <laughs> This shit looks like uncooked meat, rolled up, ready to be cooked. Like, I it looks like recently from that movie with the clown guy, and it just out to this day. I can't handle it. Oh god, it, he was a lot in that film. The movie was definitely low budget, but it was good. Yeah, it was. It, it definitely was. It definitely was. It was a nice little low budget pop. Yeah, love that film. Uh, don't know how we got there, but um, yeah, for the next film that we have, um, yeah. <laughs> next one, I think we uh, agree on this one. As soon as I said I was going to choose this one, I knew you were going to choose it as well. And that is uh, Inception. 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 This movie, I mean, damn. it. I fell in love with. I fell in love with a lot of people. I mean, Joseph Gordon Levitt. Oh my god! What a comeback! I began to like her because earlier she had her Kitty Pride interpretation, which I just thought was That's shit. Thank you. I didn't want to say that because I love Kitty too much. Um, Tom Hardy. I mean, I want to fuck. Oh Kitty. my god! Yeah, um, you know, Tom Hardy was definitely. You know, it's so weird how he can go from being like the the aloof gay to being like you know this weird you know little New York dude. But right. he looked dirty in Venom. When I saw him in Venom before he even got the Venom suit, he looked dirty. You know, he looked like your typical American white boy, you know. Grungy beard. Grungy beard, you know, can't dress for shit. Right. But in Inception, he was this classy little cunt. He looked like he drank, you know, fucking champagne, you know. And, and I, he had a, I have let him. I knew he, oh, I know he smelled good. I know he did. In that movie. In that movie. But um, just from the graphic standpoint of view and everything along with Inception, um, graphic storyline. Um, oh, it was the greatest heist movie of all time. Fucking amazing. Like, you know, you know, People so thick. few movies, Ooh. few movies can take a genre and take it somewhere it hasn't been seen before. <laughs> but this was a heist film. It was no different than Ocean's Eleven or you know, any of them other shits, but it was a movie where it took place in the mind. Yep. It was a heist movie. It was the best heist movie I think has ever been written. The cinematography was fantastic. The dress, like the outfits, everybody was so slick and cool. It was so sleek and chic and the music. Oh my God, the music was fat. To this day, I listen to that soundtrack. Heinz Zimmer put his ankles in it. Okay. You know, they took so many chances with that with that film, with the effects, you know, and, and, and then, you know, um, Sin Copy, the, the production house, or and uh, um, Christopher Nolan, he works with a set few people like Ryan Murphy. Mm-hmm. You know, he works with a set few people too, so you definitely saw a lot of characters coming back, um, you know, that he works with, like Maria Cotillard, um, 
uh, what's his name, the old guy who played Alfred in all the Batman movies. I cannot remember his name, but you know who I'm Yeah, I know exactly who you're talking about. I can't think of it either, though. Michael Caine. Michael Caine. Okay. He, she was, you know, he, he uses him a lot. He uses um, Edward Cullen. Not Edward Cullen. We're talking about Twilight again. Uh, Cullen Murphy. Yes, 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 yes. And Red Eye, bitch. I know we talked about Red Eye last episode, but... Mm-hmm. He he was there. But it applies. It applies. It applies. But yeah, it was it was a it was a fantastic fucking movie. One of my top five movies of all time. It, like period. Not just of 2010, but that's one of my top five movies of all time. In life. I mean, easily agreeable. Easily definitely agreeable. definitely understand Maple List. Yeah. Um Karate Kid is one of mine. That came out in 2010. Never say um, never, 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 never. Ugh, that did, that did, that was a part of that release. Hmm. I never thought that I could walk through fire. That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> you had to. You. Yeah, I had forgotten about that song. Everything I have, it's my destiny. Okay, I'm done now. Okay. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks. I was just gonna let you. Thanks. Thanks so much for that. <laughs> and that live performance by Brandon Reese Wright. He 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 definitely um he's given a bunch of performances in this episode. You know, the one beginning and then this one. Brandon, you know, you stay giving us a concert for free. Pretty much. I mean, I think it naturally happens. I can't help. I think, or how about this? Or now I'm, it's time that I reveal why I chose you for a castmate. It's because I really just like hearing you sing, and I'm not going to pay you for it. So I just made a podcast and we talk about random shit until you start singing. And that's my way of getting it. So I feel like, so yeah, guys. Yeah. That's so, nice. Cats out the bag. So yeah, that um Karate Kid, it was right around the time I decided that I was gonna stand for for Jaden Smith no matter what. Mm-hmm. You know. And uh and I was right. Because he makes decent music and he's a good human being from what we've seen with his philanthropic uh I can't even speak, but his philanthropic work, you know. And uh just love it. I stand a uh, um the king there, so yeah. I and I, that was one that we both chose too because he had. I mean, the, the the kicks, the the work it took to be, you know, ready for that film, and also I think yes. as a franchise, um, it was a great it was a great reboot or a great new adaptation. Fresh, that was yes. literally a fresh take on it. So and it was done right. Jackie showed up and he showed his ass. Yes, 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 yes. Made us cry. Made us cry. Gave us a cry. Yeah. Love that. But he's stronger than me. Bigger than me. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. All right, Jaden. Okay. Since you want to fuck it up. What is another... What's another... um, What's another one that you had? Um, since we're gonna, since we're gonna take it to the realm, but um, 
since we are in a child, I, I should guess movies. Um, I used to read the Percy Jackson books, and when they made the film, I was excited. And I mean, they fucked that shit up. Mm. Percy Jackson and the Lightning Bolt Thief was amazing. The first one, the second one was pretty good too, but the first one, uh, fucking amazing. Like honestly, pretty close to the book. Uma Thurman, another fucking great ass performance. I mean, God. there's really nothing this lady can't do. I just want to. What can she do not do? This bitch was a soul soulless gorgon, and just really took it in. I mean, really took it in. So, yeah, like thank you again. Great, 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 great. Um, that was Alexandria. I can't think of her last name. Dor, Dariandor. Oop, I didn't want to do it. But um, <laughs> her debut um roles. We got a chance to get to know her. Who I do think she was the fantastic Rogue now. Just saying. Since like we couldn't get Mary Elizabeth Winstead to do Rogue, even though you know now, like I feel like back in the day, I know this is kind of off topic, but still, back in the day, I feel like it was illegal to do. You couldn't do Marvel and DC films, but I'm starting to see actors really start to do both and it being okay. Right. I mean, I don't think it was like a secret code or anything, but you know, it's just like, oh, I can't do a Marvel film. I did, you know, I played Batman or, yeah, you know, yeah. but Michael Keaton has been in Marvel and DC. So and has, killed uh, in both. Halle Berry. And yeah. both. Right. You know, so it's like, I think that's starting to kind of blur out. So maybe we still can get, um, Mary Elizabeth, Mary Elizabeth Winstead. I think she's my dream rogue. I think she'll be so great. But she was hmm. did a great, very great job as Huntress. But um, I can't think of who I would. I couldn't think of who I would want to be rogue. I can't right now. Think on it. I think fa- fantastic. Well, fancast. Yeah, well, fancaster. God damn. We should have fancasted the X Men. I mean, I only have one pick, and that's for Cyclops, and that's that nigga from The Conjuring. You know what I'm talking about the dude, the the husband. Yeah, no, I have. <laughs> <laughs> I think he'll be great. I think he'll. Be I mean, great. for a mature Cyclops. Yeah, you know, like he's already, you know, we've got some years. He's been doing this, right? And a little sluggish. Um, I yeah, a little, a little bit on the older side. Um, definitely on the older side for sure. Fat. Um, yeah, I think <laughs> fat. Wow. He's gonna be giving dad by at Cyclops. Well, listen, I was more so going off his performance in the Watchmen movie, where he played. Um, he was Owl Man. Huh? He was Owl Man, right? He, yeah, he was. Yeah, he was Night Owl. Night Owl. That's what it is. Not, not, not Maybe it was not Night Owl. I, I don't know. I forget what his name is. Either way, he was in there as an owl guy, owl nigga. You know. <laughs> yeah, he, he was the owl. I remember. I remember. No, he was. And he buffed up for that role, too. So I'm like, okay. That's when I thought he could do it. Okay. You know, he had a Cyclops now. But Drew Fuller is a person I would want to play Cyclops. He was. But I'm thinking on TV, in a movie, cinematically. I'm thinking of TV, though. So that's kind of different. You know what I mean? Makes sense. Who Drew Fuller? Drew Fuller, he was Chris Uncharmed. And he played a roles um, as he's getting older, and I can just see him like who he was on Charmed was amazing. And if he applied that to his look today, he would be a great Scott Summers. Mm-hmm. I see. I see where you're going with that. Yeah, but anyway, okay. yeah. 
we just derailed a little bit there. But um, yeah, I think, uh, Percy Jackson was just it was really really great, great story stuck to the book really well. Um, even the 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 technology and the graphics in that was amazing. I remember the Hydra was very nicely done in that film, and also yeah. Lucy's head was really nice as well. When um we had Uma, you know, try to turn folks into stone and things. So um yeah, very great film, love it. I would watch it any day. Same. Cool, cool, cool. Uh, wait, wait, wasn't the one? Wasn't his dad? Did you watch Grey's Anatomy? No. Oh damn. Okay, well it doesn't matter. Then we'll bring it up. Um, the last movie that I have. This is a movie that I will always remember and never forget. Um, and not for it being good. Okay. Um, in 2010, um, and I wish I had the date, but it might as well be, you know, uh, I'm sure the date will come up in history. Mm-hmm. Um, but the movie was Avatar The Last Airbender. Oh, yeah, that's on Netflix now, and a lot of people are revisiting it. Whew. This movie came out in 2010, and it was the worst thing to happen to me that year. Um, aside from my haircut, which you guys will see. Hmm? I said, but it's on your favorites list. No, no, this is I. I the movie that I said movies that you remember the most memorable movies of two thousand ten. Oh, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Okay. So you know the memories don't have to be all good, Brandon. You know I know you're all rainbows and sunshine over yeah. there. Okay, that's the reason why you brought me on the show. That's why. You know, but me, you know, not so much. All right, we're Billy and Mandy, and you're Billy. <laughs> Look, our first uh, on our first on air argument, but not really because it was a horrible movie. That's why I just want to make sure we were on the same page. We were definitely on the same page. It's shit, and I'm bringing it there because I remembered it because of that. It was terrible. He had the blueprint, literal blueprint for something. All he had to do was follow it and create it. And Mr. M Night Shyamalan, Ding Long Dong. Yeah. I wasn't expecting that. He decided to get up here and show his whole ass. He's like, you know what? Fuck it. How would I make it better? Here's Avatar, but let me make it better. So he changed things for the sake of what he wanted to do. Like, you know, they could only manipulate elements that are around. They could not just create it like they could on the show. Manipulation, not creation. Not not creation and manipulation. I hate that shit. I don't want to manipulate anything. It's, I mean, that means it has to be around. Right. You know, what the, you know, so. Viral telecom. Oh, God. So, so, you know, and then he changed the way people's names were pronounced. Ong, what's the name? The way that they say Ang's name? I really wonder how the actors felt. I mean, I feel like they had to be in on it. They had to have not seen the show. So they wouldn't have known better either way. Okay. That's fair. Had to have not. Because there's no way you could know what you're supposed to be saying and not at least try to pass it along. Like, hey, man, you know, these are the characters' names. Mm-hmm. I don't know why you're trying to make it say it like this, but it's going to catch a lot of flack. But you know, it's because I feel like even with when you have people who are really a part of the show, or you have all this influence from folks who really have been a part of the show or know the show really well, people want to do stuff so differently, or like I want to go against the grain so bad at points 
that they do stuff like that. Like the Jim and the Holograms movie, almost everybody yeah. had who were in that movie or had a part in that movie were very intricate to the show or knew the show in some form or fashion, unless they was lying. But mm-hmm. um, shit, it was just, it was just shit. No, I feel that because the Green Lantern movie got greenlit by Jeff Jones, and he was the guy who wrote the whole Rebirth series that started the Green Lantern to come back. And um, I don't know how he let that happen, you know, and he was there. But back to the Avatar, you know, everything was everything from the names were butchered on screen to the way that the powers were utilized. I shit you not, there was a group of Earthbenders, and I know you remember this sequence, Brandon. A group of Earthbenders, maybe 10. You know, and they were all doing this violent dance slash conjuring of, of, a, of a, you know, it it looks like a warrior dance. It was just it was it, it just was they were doing this whole thing. They were conjuring up this. You just knew what was what you knew was about to be a mountain of rocks and dirt mm. and earth. And would you believe that this fucking goddamn pebble came flying across the screen? And that was what all of them were summoning. I wanted to get them a walk out of the theater. Yeah, I remember my brother was a huge Avatar fan. And when he saw the movie, he was very disgraced. Very. Did he cry? Because I remember I don't crying. Think he cried. I remember crying. I don't think he cried. Um, other brother. Um, I don't think he cried, but um, he definitely, definitely felt away. I felt like I wanted to hurt someone. Yeah, he's like no good things. When I I got onto Avatar late, so by the time I got onto Avatar, this movie was being talked about. People were like, "This movie's coming out soon." Mm-hmm. I said, "Bet." Let me go watch this series. And I watched the series all the way through. And then I was like, you know what? This shit about to be lit. And it was not lit, Brandon. It was the opposite of lit. Okay? It was not lit. It was unlit. It was not Okay? It was unlit. I seen it. I watched it. It wasn't good. But I know that for fans... I mean, I was a, I was a fan. I can watch it, but... I didn't follow it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I would just kind of peep in and out. I actually want to rewatch it now. You should. Um, I know, like, it was it was devastating to my brother. It was devastating to my brother and other folks who have really followed. Even then, like, we were all of 10 years old. Like, what the fuck is this? You know, like, it was just like. <laughs> yeah. uh, it was so bad, man. It was, it was a shit film. And uh, I will always remember it. I'll never forget it. And I'll never forgive Mr. M. Knight. Yeah. He can do nothing in my eyes to fix this. You're dead to me. So I'm sorry. I really So yeah. So another movie of mine, I'm guessing. And I really just think I got rid of all of my stuff. I don't know why. But um I know another one that I loved was Valentine's Day. Oh. So let me explain. <laughs> you did not have to do me like that let me explain i am a sucker for romance movies as you guys may know and um i love this movie because it gave you like it was like love actually for valentine's day and this movie as you give that deep side jarmel brought back single-handedly those 
movies where you know it's a thousand things going on and they all intertwine somehow because after that New Year's Eve we got Thanksgiving or something like that so it was a thing oh so we have her to thank thanks girl Valentine's Day was really really good Bradley Cooper was gay oh great (laughs) great um Julia Roberts was in it. Jennifer Gardner. Anne Hathaway was amazing in that film. I when is Anne Hathaway not? Yeah, you know, it's like whenever she's tied to anything really though, I do jump the gun. I jump to the gun. Because she's just Anne is that Anne's that bitch. She's kind of that girl. Yeah, she's that bitch, and I'm that bitch for her. Like, you know, there's nothing I still I stand firmly to this day that people need to give her credit for her Selena Kyle. I, I was just about to say it. It wasn't it. It wasn't Michelle Pfeiffer, but it was a kind of Selena Kyle that it was a part of Selena Kyle that we've yet to see on screen. And I say, and, I, and like you have to really, and you have to give it to her because she studied Selena Kyle. Like, and I feel like even though I'm not, I, I'm not going to ever take credit away from Michelle Pfeiffer because Michelle played, I think, a version of Catwoman that may have existed. But to me, her Catwoman was very chaotic and. Mm. You know, she wasn't a thief. She was out for vengeance. I mean, yeah, it was, it was, it was different, but it was good. You know, so I can't... it was definitely, it was definitely iconic. It was kind of like Heath Ledger's Joker. You know what I mean? Like, and like it was, it was so far fetched. I think that it it worked out for her, and it was great. And it I definitely was, worked out. But if you want to look at Selena Kyle to the book, to a, a like to a screenplay, to an adaption, and did that shit, and did that. She did that, and then people really stop fucking with her. Like I be seeing that stuff all the time. Like who played the better Catwoman? Who did? And it's always her versus you know um, Michelle and yeah. um, Halle Berry. You know they just kind of say, and I've and I've heard from, they're like shout out to them for putting Halle in the conversation because I mean they I think they do it just because she had a standalone. But you know they okay. they play Anne every time as if she was the worst, and I'm like no, she was pretty close. Like she I think was one of the closest at least to the character. Right to the character, Absolutely. you have to give her that. To the character, gotta give her that, and I did, and will. Right, but um, yeah, she was also in um Valentine's Day, which was she her was great in that, and um, it was really I enjoyed it. So Valentine's Day is one of my favorites. Yeah, Valentine's Day. Wow, you know, and here I was thinking you were talking about that that the the killer film where the person ran around in the Valentine's Day mask. No. Oh, that is one of my favorites, too, with David Boreanaz. Boreanaz. Yes. Yes. Uh, Who didn't? Loved it. Oh, loved it. uh, Denise Richards die in that pool. Oh. I need to go back and watch that shit. You know, I actually had nightmares about the shower scene when he killed the girl when he was in the shower and stabbed her in the neck, uh, like, just shoved her head down on the, on the glass. Ugh. That is why I don't like to close my eyes in the shower. I like to pretend, I like to wash real quick and open my eyes real quick, you know, just to make sure that I can see everything that's happening. Got it. Yeah. So, so yeah, I mean, was that it for your movies? I mean, I think that's my three. Do you have any more? Oh, no, I don't have any more. So, yeah, I think that was my three. I think that was pretty good, both loving and a little action packed. So, yeah, yeah, fantastic. And I think that that is actually going to go ahead and wrap up the show. That is our bullshit for you today. 
yeah, our bullshit heap is there. It's empty. You guys deal with that what you will. And uh another yeah. two hour show. Another two hour show. It's not quite there yet, but I'm sure we're gonna make it get there with the after and everything. And no. <laughs> I literally thought that said fifty nine. I don't know why. Definitely says sixteen, eighteen, nineteen. 19, 20, 21, 22. We're going to count down to the show ends. Now you guys. are a bitch. <laughs> I so guys, up earlier. Right. <laughs> yeah, now you would have been counting down. Because earlier, earlier, <laughs> you didn't do it. <laughs> that was hilarious. You're like, all right, ready. And then as soon as we start recording, you're like, oh, shit. Like, oh, God. Okay. But yes, guys, so go ahead and follow us on all social medias. Um, That's, Brendan, you have the tags. Yes, that is Black on That Bullshit. Black on That BS, I'm sorry. On Twitter and Instagram, Black on That BS. Follow us. I'm telling y'all, we really are going to start doing some daily engagement. I am sorry, but I am going to start with these videos for the girl fights. I can guarantee you that because I'm excited about it. Yes, and our pictures from 2010. Yes, yes, all of that. So we're going to start doing that and covering stories and different things to kind of, you know, prelude the shows. And you also can get to learn, like, know a little bit about us. Um, Yeah. Yeah, let everybody know what you listen to, that you love us, all the great things. So, you know. We can be out here. Yes, even though we're um we're as this episode airs, we're still not on iTunes yet. Yeah. But that's uh, changing for y'all asses. That's changing. So yeah, and we still wait. Still waiting, but we're gonna get there. We're yeah. But all right, guys, follow us. Follow me, host. Um, <laughs> likes are and everything. Um, Brandon, what's your your handle. Yeah, follow me on everything. That's Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all of the above. At Brandon Maurice W, you'll be able to find me. If you're looking for me, you gotta check out the dust. This is where you find me. You never watched C Lab 2020, did you? What is that? You didn't watch C Lab 2020? The show? Never mind. It was on Adult Swim. No, I did not. No, I, I can watch Adult Swim, swim growing up. Oh, God. I lived a pretty sheltered life. Yeah. But, uh, all right. Well, guys, that's it. Uh, thanks for listening, and be sure to tune in for our next episode. Two hours and one minute and 47 seconds. 48, 49, 50. Oh, my God. Bye, guys. Bye. We love you. <laughs>